Needed awareness, focus, discipline, and self-mastery. The search for mastery requires us to become brutally honest with ourselves without feeling defensive. It calls us to cut deep into our own psyche. It carries us to a threshold where we will confront uncomfortable vulnerabilities and inconvenient truths. And on that threshold we must truly wrestle with ourselves. Horsemanship demands truth, nothing less. We can't hide much from a horse. He sees through us with disarming candor and directness. No matter what we reveal about ourselves, carelessness, impatience, self-centeredness, a horse will forgive it, let it go, and move on. Why is receiving this honest assessment of ourselves so important? First, because it is so rare. Second, because lies present such powerful obstacles along our path to self-transformation. The most holy tenet of partnership is trust. The more we want to devote ourselves to strengthening our partnership with our horse, the more he will insist that we get to work on ourselves, to dismantle all the defensive mechanisms we have assembled, and to earnestly confront our own issues. In that regard, the horse serves us as a powerful mirror, allowing us to reflect deeply on our own problems and see ourselves as we truly are. He accepts us, warts and all. He asks, When are you ready to do the same? The notion central to all horsemanship is that it is never about the horse. It is always about us, about how we either create issues or react to them. When the problems start to seem complex or stubborn, we need to stop. It means we are close to a new revelation. That is where the turmoil is coming from. There must be a moment of torque before there is traction, resistance before the truth emerges. We must relax, reconsider, and rejoice. Another eye-opener about ourselves is right around the corner. That is how self-revelation works. Turmoil begets insight. The horse willingly offers himself as a comparison on the path to awareness. His mirror lights the way. The basic difference between an ordinary man and a warrior is that a warrior takes everything as a challenge while an ordinary man takes everything as a blessing or a curse. Carlos Castaneda, The Wheel of Time Gender Generalities The term horsemanship is fraught with problems. First, it is ironic that it uses the male gender because more women actually pursue and practice horsemanship than men. Second, no gender-neutral term exists to describe the practice or practitioner of horsemanship. Thus, while we have actors and actresses in the acting profession, there are no such gender distinctions in the realm of horsemanship. To be both clear and economical in this audiobook, we will generally call the human she and the horse he, unless the context clearly calls for something else. Teaching is one phase, training is three.
The danger of learning through repetition is that we'll take something new and exciting and allow it to diminish into dull rote practice. This will happen unless you cultivate your beginner's mind for the task. Putting on a new outfit, for example, may be exciting the first time. Jewelry, belt, shoes, and the rest of the accessories. Eventually, though, it will become a boring, tedious routine each morning. If you pursue impeccable intention, a spiritual term meaning pure motives, in each step of the process, however, you will see that every task is worthy of mindful attention. This revelation manifests itself in the three phases of training, teaching, consolidation, and practice. The teaching or learning phase is the most challenging for the human who must lead the horse to the correct answer. This phase requires finding his individual personal starting place.